Hey y'all, we are Back to the Basket, a weekly NBA podcast where we discuss and dissect the best league in all of the hemispheres. I'm your host, Mahaj, and with me today, like every week, it's Kevin, aka Lil Kev. What up? Hello, world. And it's Richard, aka Richie Rich, aka Yips Consultant, aka Rich Nichols. What's up? Emergency pod number two. AD edition. So, do you want to lead us down this timeline rabbit hole of how this all gets got started? Anthony Davis, the yeah. news broke. So the the only the only hard news that I'm gonna I'm gonna lead in with this is that um, at seven seven a.m. Monday morning Eastern time, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski broke a t- uh, story via dropped a bomb. Mike, in, give me a bomb. In the slang term that uh, that Anthony Davis through his agent Rich Paul, who who else is that uh, agent for? Um, Davis Caldwell Pope. Yes, uh, has New mentioned uh, to the New Orleans Pelicans front office that he would like to be traded preferably to a contender and obviously ad being the player that he is it uh broke the internet so here we are it's insane how uh basketball news is is taking over the 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 waves of the internet when super bowl is around the corner um I guess for New Orleans, it's it's the the better. It's a, it's a bad week. It's a really it's a, bad a really week. bad week for New Orleans. <laughs> First, the refs now AD. Yeah. So, it, was this a surprise to anybody, literally on on planet Earth? Uh you Del? could you could say that. You, you could say Del. it was a surprise, but to to the more informed fans, when they noticed that Anthony Davis just signed to Clutch Sports this uh, off season, everybody knew it was coming. Yeah, we knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. And, and I think the timing of it is a little weird because it's right before the trade deadline. So maybe Anthony Davis is forcing his hand like, okay, you got to start making moves, start talking now, even though the summer is would be a, a more viable option to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's it's also one of those, in, in the follow-up talks, it's like, if you're New Orleans, do you play him? Yeah, I don't think he said... Alvin Gentry said that he's not shutting him down. He's expected to play for the whole season after he comes back from his, I'm doing the air quotes now, injury. This is what Alvin Gentry said uh, in the midst of all of this, but I, I really doubt that you know, he really makes a return this season. It's not smart on New Orleans' part. They should maximize their efforts right now and get the best pick they can, which, as you can see, uh, in the eyes. last game... They shut down everybody except Drew, and they still won somehow against the Rockets. Because it's Jaleel Okafor. I think resurgence has happened. They've found their next Anthony Davis. So maybe you're right. They should shut him down. Also, AD is injury prone. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that goes with the rest of that team, but we'll see when he's elsewhere if that's also He doesn't true. get the nickname Data Davis for no reason. Oh. Is that a fantasy name? It is. <laughs> Data Davis. Forget about the brow. That's not the most popular yeah. name anymore. So... Realistically, are there packages that entice Dell Demps, even though apparently he's not taking any calls currently? When he starts taking those calls, what is the biggest package that jumps out to you, Richard, and then you can tell me, Kevin, respectively? Uh, well, this is obviously the the popular take, is that they're interested in a package that involves the Lakers' young core, primarily Lonzo Ball, because they know Drew is also going to be leaving. And so that the offer would involve... Um, a mixture of the young core, probably three of any of these players, uh, Zubak, 
Ingram, Kuzma, Hart, and Ball, and then a first-round pick. So that's sort of the, like, ESPN, what everyone kind of feels like the the popular choice would be. And that's sort of the only one, aside from Boston, who's very tight-lipped about this, is what I've been hearing. Yeah, so this, this whole situation gets pretty complicated because um, there's about se- seven or eight days until the trade deadline. Um, Dell Demps could potentially wait till the off season so that he could, um, you know, get a more critical look at the package that he's going to get. Because at that point, the draft lottery will, will have commenced. You'll know concretely who will have the first overall pick, which you never know could get used. Um, I, I think the Knicks have an enticing package this this offseason potentially especially with the way they're they're headed right now their first round draft pick is uh very very coveted right now as well as uh Christoph Porzingis who is up for a contract extension at the end of next season. Oh, yes. So it is a very uh interesting package uh throw in Timmy Hardaway, Courtney Lee for a salary filler who are who aren't bad players they're you know they're the serviceable guys. Um, I I think that's a very enticing package, and according to Anthony Davis, he has made it clear that he's not going to resign unless it's Los Angeles or the Knicks. So, of those two teams and the two biggest markets in the entire United States, that's where he wants to go, and I think those are the two best packages that can be brought forward by those two teams. I, I'm not sure if the Knicks will have to include a Knox or a Tilakina, but as a sweetener, but. You know, you never know. Why the hell not? Also, also bear in mind that um, we're also in this at this point in the game where a lot of the other agents and front offices are are releasing this information to sort of scare away other potential trades. And um, the reason why are the packages we specified are the Knicks and the Lakers is because it's pretty much well known that Anthony Davis is going to be a, a rental if anyone trades for him at this point. Right. Yeah, and um, this is not just anybody reporting this. That this is Woj that is dropping these bombs. So, what, what's your take, Wahaj? What's your uh, package? Ideal package? Well, you guys have picked Lakers and, and Knicks. So I'm going to go with the other big market, Boston, which to me makes the most sense on paper, at yeah. least. It's a middle-sized market. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Danny H might disagree. Sacramento's 2019 pick. Uh, which is top one protected, mm-hmm. and then they have the Grizzlies pick if it so if it Sacramento's falls outside. Pick, uh, I would say maybe thirteenth like or fourteenth yeah, overall. Sure. I mean that's what we're gauging right now with the, yeah. with their record. And Grizzlies pick if it falls outside top eight, and they have the Clippers pick if it falls outside fourteen, and also their own pick. Mm-hmm. So they have four picks plus Jason Tatum and whoever salary filler you want to include. Yeah. So in my opinion, if you're Dell Dems. Again, who's not taking calls, reiterating that, which yeah. is also a report. I don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. But I would wait on this and not rush into anything. Because if you're shutting down AD for the rest of the season, why make a deal until you can hear Boston's offer? Or maybe Boston's already made an offer like, hey, wait until the summer where we can sign Kyrie and AD together and these guys can build uh, a dynasty, whatever you want to call it, for the next five years. Because these guys are going to be good. They're still like youngish, 25 and what, Kyrie's 26? Are you yeah. going to build a dynasty when he goes to the Lakers? Well, yeah, that's the the 
Well, that and also there's the ice. The ice water on this idea is that also Ky- Kyrie's uh, situation in Boston is rumored to be tenuous, but I don't know if there's much credence into that. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I exactly. think it banks on what Kyrie wants to do moving forward, and I think in the summer they'll have a better idea of what Kyrie. So if Kyrie signed, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis could follow. That trade could follow. I don't think if I'm Dell Dems, I'm going to be rushing into anything. Right. I have no reason to do that. Yeah. See, I agree with you on that, only because at that point, they will have more leverage. Because right now, I, I don't see the Lakers just giving up all the young guys for for AD right away within this next eight-day window. Um, if they do, they're, that would be great. But Dell Dems, as, as we've stated, has shut down his phone. He's not taking any calls. So... Um, if you do wait till the off season, not only do you know who who has what draft pick, who has uh, you know, there's a lot more a lot more leverage that you can gain by waiting till the off season. So also you can make Magic Johnson sweat a little bit because exactly. now if you look at their situation, they've lost Paul George, could have had him, lost on Kawhi Leonard, could have had him. No, they well. Spurs weren't ever going to trade him to the Lakers. Anyways. Granted, Popovich hates the Lakers, mm-hmm. but. In the end, when if so the like package that hypothetical, I throw that out the window. Sure, let's throw yeah. that out the window. But Paul George to That's Lakers real, is a real yeah. thing. The Paul George, Paul George, yeah, for sure. Especially considering he said he stated himself he wants to go to LA. But again, that that could be an aberration. We we haven't seen guys, um, you know, stay loyal to their team like how Paul George did with Oklahoma. Right well, now. that's also the, the the aberration or anomaly there is that he stayed in OKC for Westbrook because they became good friends and Westbrook was playing at an unbelievable level. So. Right. But see, here's the thing. You can't take that risk anymore because LeBron wants somebody next to him and he's been clearly agitated. And I know that they've been they've been talking a lot, Rob Pelinka, Magic, and LeBron. I think LeBron has a lot of say in, in, in the front office, even though Pelinka and Magic Johnson really seem like they're in charge. I think Rich Paul is driving this whole thing of, of the narrative of bringing somebody, a superstar, to this team because, you know, these young guys aren't really working out. I mean, they're all in their second, third year now, and the development is kind of stunted. Yeah. So we have to wait and see what really happens. But ultimately, what matters to Rob Pelinka and Magic Johnson is to bring a superstar to this team. And if they wait too long, I think Boston's package is going gonna, is gonna to better out in the end. Wasn't that LeBron James who was uh, preaching patience at the the start of this year? Not anymore. He's been out for sixteen games. No patience. Yeah, it's eighteenth. Eighteen. You could you could you know you could earn a master's degree in in analyzing how how LeBron's presence on teams stunts the development of his uh, like of his core players, but we can't really get into that on a podcast. A lot of analytics there. Yeah, (laughs) I mean the pressure is there for Magic Johnson to make that move. Yeah, I mean LeBron's getting old. What is he? Thirty four right now. Yeah, he's injury prone too. I've heard. Yeah. Ah, this year maybe. Yeah, I'm liking his, I'm liking his fashion choices. So keep stay keep staying on the bench. Bringing the wine glass to to the arena. That's oh nice. yeah, he's, he's sniping out fans from from way oh, way yeah, way, there's, way out in the distance. So putting it down, is there a dark horse team in your mind that can come out of this? Maybe the Raptors. Is there anybody in mind that can provide a package that would be semi enticing compared it, to it all? It was those? reported that the Raptors are in this mix, uh, as Masai always is. Trust in Masai, but um, he. Has apparently the, the the offer is Pascal Siakam, who's a borderline All Star already, uh, young player, young prospect, OG, rising star, rising star, twenty one <laughs> years old, playing in the game, yeah, finally, <laughs> he is a rising star. Uh, we also have uh, Jonas Valanciunas, a twenty five year old center uh, for salary filler, even though he is also a, a young player. Um, 
DeLon Wright and a, and then a pick. So it's an enticing enticing package. Would would you rather have Siakam and OG or would you have Ingram and Hart? Well, you're also including Ball, right? I mean, if I'm yeah, right, right, you have Lonzo, to have three players. There's no way I'm doing I'm, two in a pick. I'm super biased, but I would take Delon over Lonzo Ball. I was gonna say, <laughs> super, super I was going to say Delon this year. I I just like Delon right as a player. I love Delon too. So. The long arms of the Delon. I mean, at least I can give you guys for sticking for the home hometown kid. I yeah. I understand that, but ultimately. The Bucks were also rumored. Let me just point that out. It just—it's BS. Not going to happen. They don't have. It's they just—they don't, don't have anything. The, the the only thing there. I'll was take that, the president because he's shooting ninety seven percent from the free throw line. The only thing there was that Thonmaker almost like I think it was like a few hours after, or it may have been a few days. Yeah, he was just like I he was outshined by AD. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. just like I want out. So. Bad time to announce that Thon. Could have waited two more days. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I feel like the, I mean, what do the Bucks really have to offer? Like Grayson Allen, or no, sorry, that, that, I mean Dante Divincenzo. Yeah, that's their that's their young <laughs> asset. They're they're gonna, uh, they can also offer Bledsoe Middleton. Isn't that like Delaware's Michael Jordan or something? It's very true. It's very true. They can't give up. Uh, Not North Carolina's, but Delaware. Brooke Lopez. Delaware's. Brooke, Brooke Lopez is crucial to their shot chart. I don't know if you've seen that <laughs> shot chart. Brooke Big Lopez, Mountain. <laughs> Splash Mountain. Yeah, you, you got to guard that guy as soon as you cross the half court. Yeah, oh, he's doing step backs. You can't even guard him. Oh yeah. my god! Right, yeah, there's, just there's right, no guard right over you. <laughs> so, uh, Bucks dark horse not going to happen. Raptors kind of semi real. Yeah, you know, I feel like the twenty seven other teams should be making Jamal Murray package. No, oh. potentially Jamal Murray. Why would you Mike mortgage? Porter Jr. Um, Gary Harris, maybe Gary Harris. Does that work on the floor for you though? Jokic and AD. Jokic and AD. Because he does want a center that he can play beside. And what better of a center can you get than than Nikola Jokic? Yeah, but you know Nuggets run really deep. I'll take Malik Beasley too. I'll do it. Monte Morris. Sure. sure. Great scouting team by by on the Nuggets. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, we're like, talking about the they, they, they built a monster team. I'm if I'm. Denver, I'm at least making a call. I have so many assets. Well, I, I can t- I can tell you what. Yeah, that Denver front office is way more than qualified enough to push a trade on New Orleans, who was probably I think in over their heads. I don't know if you guys share the sentiment with me. Jokic and AD together. Oof, my God! I can't even imagine how good that would be because Jokic can pass. So can AD. AD can just go like that. I'm reaching. Okay, so AD AD and Jokic together would that be better than Demarcus and Anthony? Yes. Right. Yes. It's a better fit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, New Orleans should have never let Boogie go. Like, that was a bad move. Well, that's the beginning of the end. That's yes. A, or, that's how the dominoes fall. Yeah. So or Maybe they, they could have kept uh, a shooter. Yeah. Like Buddy Hield. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. They need wing and shooting. Hey. And they trade away Buddy Hield for, for, for nobody. I feel like not there. New Orleans has never had a wing. Like, since memory recalls, if Ariza was the last wing they yeah. had. And then after that, it's been like so. They're nothing. they're the wingless pelicans. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Peja, Peja was a wing on. Oh my god, we're going way wow. back. We're going way yeah, back. Yeah. Still in the Del Dems era, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wasn't David Stern quoted as saying Del Dems is, is the, the worst, worst GM? GM. Yeah. <laughs> he literally vetoed a trade. Yeah, there's there's no uh, David Stern isn't here looking out for Del Dems. Like this, this time, isn't even so. fantasy. The commissioner vetoed the trade. Like this, but is you know what, Del Dems isn't helping his cause by turning his phone off. You know, like but, but, if you're the worst GM in the league, you should keep the one line on or okay. like a carrier pigeon. This or is like straying a little bit from the analysis now, but like I really do think that his. Well, it was reported that he was. They were waiting for Boston for the first offer so they could get the ask, asking price, 
And then if what you're saying is true is that Boston Boston said, hey, just wait, just wait, then like uh Dal Demps is taking advice from one of his trading partners, so it's I mean Mickey Loomis, who's the uh, president of basketball operations is not giving him any advice because he's also the general manager the for the president Saints. of basketball operations. Yes. Wow. Um, so when it comes to when it comes down to it, I think Dell Demps is the only one who's you know dealing with anybody. The owner recently lost her husband, who was the actual owner of the team. So she's not fully invested. The Saints are a better team. It's a football town. They're like in the wounds still. And apparently, on the record, they want young players and picks. Like, that's what the Pelicans want. And they put Meritage on the block. They put Julius Randle and Alfred Payton, everybody on the block. So I don't know what... Maybe it's a fire sale. I don't know what's going on. But clear tanking direction. They should They should tank. They're 22 and 28 right now. I don't see them making the playoffs. The odds are against them. So why wouldn't they tank, is my question. It certainly seems like that's where they're headed, right? Uh, that's where they should head, right? Well, they're yeah. they're sitting out Randall, uh, Mirtich, um, you know, a bunch of. I think all of their starters except Drew, they're sitting down. So, if Jaleel keeps playing the way he is, maybe they creep back into the playoffs. <laughs> but it, I this is I don't believe in and, that take. And we're talking about a team that swept Portland. We're yeah. talking about Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Brooklyn let him go. Ja rules. So, you know, all jokes aside, where do you guys, like, if you were to make a call right now, if you were Dell Demps, what would you, what deal would you pull the trigger on? We've talked about all the deals, possibly. What deal is the most exciting to you? I would go with the Lakers package because, I mean, other teams, sure, we're speculating all these offers, but not knowing the certainty of him staying there, especially considering he clearly made it known that he wants to go to L.A. through, through Woj not Chris Haynes, uh, is, you know, I would take that package. They, they, they have the most to offer them. Um, I'm, in my brain, I'm a vindictive GM, but there's nowhere you could send him that would be kind of dinky. So, yeah, you kind of do. If you sent him off to the East Coast in either the Raptors package or the Boston package, they would just end up leaving and going to the Lakers anyway. So you might as well... Yeah, again, exactly. let so them pay the price You think Danny Ainge is going to give you Tatum and four picks for a guy who really wants to go to L.A.? Yeah. And play with LeBron, who is probably his childhood hero? Like, Obviously, if it's Danny Ainge, you would want him to commit. Like, You wouldn't make that trade if he wasn't ready to commit to your team. Oh, yeah. But you, no wouldn't, know, you wouldn't know. And you, you don't know. No way you, for you just never you know. Just Even if him. he says he commits. Like, Kyrie said he's going to commit. Right now, we're all speculating. Is he really going to? So, You know what? He convinced you convinced me on the on the New York Knicks. I think that's not a dark horse. I think that could be a legitimate thing. Very solid. Because Chris was, Stapps yeah. is a is a player. Like Tatum is a player too, but Chris Stapps is Chris a big Stapps deal. Is a proven potential superstar. Even though he's coming off the injury, I get. He I just get needs a change of pay, uh, change of scenery. That's real. And the three oh, picks yeah. I want right now, who are the worst teams in the league? Suns, Cleveland. And the Knicks. The Knicks. There you go. So, top three teams odd, I'm taking that Knicks pick all day. Because exactly. it could turn into Zion. Top three picks are also very good. And Zion has said uh, this week that he, he, doesn't wants care, he doesn't care where he plays. Yeah. He, he, he just he wants to play whoever wants him. Imagine Madison Square Who Garden. doesn't want Zion, right? <laughs> Zion and Anthony Davis together is not a bad thing. Hey. You know how many tickets they sell? Oh, wait. They still tell us. Sell they do. Anyway. It's Madison Square. But ultimately, I think Richard uh, Kevin sold me on this New York thing because when he first started talking, I'm like, there's no way this happens. But you know what? 
I think New York needs something to to root for finally. And it's I'm kind of the biggest I'm market in the side. United States of America. The NBA offices are in New York. This yeah. is good for the NBA. No, this is good for the United States of America. This is good for New York. Are you, are you saying Adam, Adam Silver is uh, is uh, interest, invested in them bringing AD to New York? Adam Silver loves dollars. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, Who doesn't love? Yeah, dollars? I can't dispute. There you go. Can't dispute that. How many headlines would that make? Especially with New York, man. There's like 20 million people in that area that big, big have brow, something they really want to root for. Yeah, like LA already has LeBron, so it's kind of relevant. I mean, they're always going to be in the news. They're always going to be on national TV. Exactly. Now you need to bring the Knicks back to... Revive the Knicks. Maybe KD joins them in the summer if this happens. They have, they'll have cap space if they do this, too. Uh-huh. This for, is the real thing. AD and KD. Kyrie, and potentially. Kyrie. <laughs> Mario Hazoni would have to make some room for uh, <laughs> real players with real minutes. <laughs> I hope he doesn't uh, go. <laughs> but I think Fizzle's got to go then, right? Like I don't, I don't think Fizzle's going to stay. No, I think I you think Fizzle. And Knicks fans are already turned on Fizzle. He's got respect around the league. I mean, if you give him like real basketball players, maybe he. <laughs> wow. Maybe he fucking real basketball players. Yeah. Wow. He knows Kendrick's going to put let some you respect up on Emmanuel Moody's <laughs> name. I better go hide in the UK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we wrap this up, we have a mailbag question that. Came to us from J.P. Kelly. JP. He's a listener from Sacramento. He asks, assuming DeMarcus Cousins stays healthy and doesn't re-sign with Golden State this offseason, where are some of the realistic destinations for him, factoring in the salary cap situation? The New York Knicks. Wow. Bring everybody to New York. Anthony Empire Davis and Kevin Durant. KD and AD. That's that's the Twin Towers revived back they, in New York. Do they gel well together, though? And they it's did. not like they're playing on the same team right now. <laughs> oh, they are. Okay. Are um, you asking me if like two top five players could play well together? Come on, man. Those two guys are going to be You know beast. who didn't play well together? Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. Hey, did, I mean, they, did Cousins ever have anyone in the top? Was was he in the top five? But no, they did play well until that Achilles yeah. injury, right? I mean, they, they were okay. They well, were it wasn't, it wasn't that they played well together. They played well alternating. Like, yes. it was... Stagger the minutes. It wasn't staggered though. They they ran a triangle with him and Drew. <laughs> Running a triangle. With ready, ready for New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Phil Jackson, ready. Phil Jackson, come back. New York, come back, Phil. It's, it's happening. Somewhere in Montana, Phil Jackson. Is so where, where are we looking at realistically? I mean, I mean, New York is is an option. New York but. and LA is is the only two real. real but isn't realistic like whoever gives them the most money because he wants money, right? Like Who? that's. Demarcus wants us to get paid. Go to Brooklyn. Who? Demarcus. Oh, yeah. Demarcus Cousins. Where does he go? Okay, yeah, that's, the, uh, that's the question. It's interesting. Sacramento. Wow. Go back. Go back. He loves that. Mm, I, I don't think it's. I'm not mad at that. You you play switch, with Buddy. <laughs> you switch out. Uh, play with De'Aaron. You switch out Willie Cauley Flowers for uh, Boogie Cousins next year. Vladdy won't take him back. He won't. No. Vladdy is kind of sour like that. You're like, no, you left us. It's like, what's that company where you like quit? If you ever That's leave true. that company, he did, you can't, he did pass you can't up on uh, for them. Starbucks. Starbucks does that. Whoa. If you leave Starbucks ever, they won't rehire you. Even if you're like management or whatever. Because they think like the... Okay. Yeah, it was like, oh, you weren't cut out for the culture. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Richard. Realistically, where do you see DeMarcus going? I always say Brooklyn. I shouldn't say Brooklyn. Brooklyn's <laughs> real, man. That's a real. That's a real. That's a real thing. I, I just think uh, I think D'Angelo and Demarcus would be really fun. That would be solid. Right? <laughs> and, and Imagine those pick that. and rolls. Wow. Yeah. He's he's really running the pick and roll this year too. He's got a lot of uh, his assisted turnover ratio as of late has been 
Staggering. Who? Uh, D'Angelo Russell. We're um, showing Brooklyn some love. I also think Demarcus's like personality suits Brooklyn as a team and a place. We're Brooklyn at B to the I don't even know. I don't know. B to the Oogie. B to the Oogie. Hey, they have good pieces. Dinwiddie. They also have Joe Harris, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Hey, they have a good roster. Maybe Boogie considers it. Kenny Atkinson. They can offer a max slot. They shoot threes. Boogie, a lot of them. Boogie does shoot threes. <laughs> Boogie's about that trailing three, let me tell you. Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll pull up, too. Well, thanks, JP, for the question. We appreciate all the listeners writing to us, asking uh, anything from us is, is awesome. It gets the conversation going, and it tells us that you're listening and, more importantly, paying attention to the league, which is what we want people to do. Yeah. It's a 24-7 league. So, Anthony Davis, free agency, pre-agency pod is a wrap. Yeah. Take us to the finish line. All right, that's it for this week's emergency edition of Back to the Basket podcast. Feel free to find us wherever you find your uh, podcasts, be it Spotify, uh, Google Pods, or iTunes. Feel free to interact with us wherever you engage in social media. You'll find all of our details in the show notes. And remember, we may have our backs to the basket, but we'll never turn our backs on our fans. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace.